This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm really excited to have back Justin Holcomb. Justin is a minister and a seminary professor of theology and apologetics. Justin has authored, co-authored, or edited more than 20 books on numerous topics, but I want to focus today on the books that he and his wife, Lindsay, have written for children. I want to mention two of them particularly. One of them is an award-winning book called God Made All of Me. It teaches children about the bodies God has given them, and also most recently, one called God Made Me in His Image. Justin and Lindsay have two daughters, ages 10 and 12, and I'm just glad you're back on the podcast. Welcome. I'm glad to be back. It is fun to to uh, talk about scripture with you, and uh, just imagining the the, the people who are listening, the families, the parents, children, caregivers. So uh, this is a joy and I'm grateful for what you're doing. Yeah, it's encouraging to hear God's word. Absolutely. So let's go to the verse you've got for today. You've already told me what it is, but bring the rest of us in. What do you have? First Peter 5, 6 through 7. And it is this. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you. Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. All right. So why did you bring up this verse? So either like how this has been meaningful to you or where you want to go with these two verses? Well, uh, why it's meaningful is because life is filled with anxiety. Hmm. And I have cares, concerns, or anxieties. That's what the word means. It could be cares. Different translations say Mm -hmm. cares, concerns, anxieties. I have them. Uh, my wife has them. I have two daughters who have them. And I need this. I need to wake every day. I need this because the as Jesus said, in the world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. Hmm. And this verse is really important because our family, uh, we, uh, we feel, and there's four of us in our immediate family, we feel our anxieties and we talk about them hmm. quite a bit. And, and anxiety has a way of causing dis-ease. It, it can make you uh, nervous and, and make you uh, take sh- short breaths. It can cause you not to sleep well. It can make your stomach mm-hmm. hurt. It can yeah. hurt you know, parts of your body. So, and that's, that's, that's common for everybody. Everyone has these anxieties. So I just thought, right. I like this passage because the idea that, that, you know, Peter, who was a disciple of Jesus, learned that what God is like. This is not so much just about the human condition of dealing with cares, anxieties, and concerns, but the kind of God that we go to, that God wants to hear these. It sounds like the passage in Hebrews that says, hey, go go to the throne where you will receive mercy and grace. I mean, think about that. Think about a king. If, if I'm a king, and this is not how, and kings don't usually do what God says. If you're a king, you don't just walk in to a king's throne room like you belong there. It's the throne room. You don't mm-hmm. run in there and be like, hey, king, I need cleaner water. I need more food. I need, I need, you don't go run into the king's throne room telling the king what you need and what your yep. problems are. You get yep. your, you, know, you, you get executed that way. You, you get thrown in prison. So as, as one of my, um, a, a famous pastor said, to take the king analogy uh, a different direction, no one wakes up a king at two o'clock in the morning asking for water unless you're the king's child. Right. And mm. that's, that, that has that kind of feel, you know, humble yourself 
under the mighty hand of God. Like when I think of the mighty hand of God, the mighty hand of God language makes me feel anxious, not peaceful, because I think mighty hand of God, powerful, holy. I'm not powerful. I'm not holy in myself. Uh, this is a problem. Well, so here Peter is bringing up the mighty hand of God, which is actually a reference to Exodus mm-hmm. in, his, in God's strength to redeem his people. Mm-hmm. But at first, mighty hand of God is power and strength mm-hmm. and holiness, mm-hmm. which makes me think weak and not holy. I have a problem. But how wonderful that he puts the power of God with our anxieties. That's what my anxieties need. It's not me to figure out some great plan. Of course, God gives us wisdom and I can make plans and and people can give you good advice. But more than good advice, I need some really good news that God wants to do something about the things that bother me. So I love to say when I pray with people, you know, I thank you, God, that you care about this more than we do. Hmm. The fact that God cares about what creates anxiety in my life more than I care about it is mind blowing. But I get that because I'm a dad. I'm a parent. Like I, I feel my children's pain, I think a lot of the time deeper than they do because I can see, I remember what it was like. So the idea that God loves us like that, but perfectly, that's mind blowing. You and I were talking earlier that there's often ways that we think that are the inverse of this. If we're not thinking about this verse, we might be thinking something that sounds like the opposite of this verse. What kind of lie might we be tempted to believe instead? Well, the lie we believe, it sounds... It sounds like it's uh, from the evil one. And this is the opposite of this is something along these lines. Make sure that you trust in your own power because you're way stronger than you think you are. Mm -hmm. Don't give your worries to God because he just doesn't care about Mm -hmm. (laughs) them. Trust in yourself because you're way stronger than you think you are, but be sure not to give them to God because he just doesn't care about you. Mm. Boy, I'm sure glad the other way is true and not that. (laughs) You can feel that the idea of, I mean, how much does it hurt when someone looks at you that you care about and you tell them something you care about and they go, I don't, I don't really care. Like Mm -hmm. someone who just dismisses something that you care about, like that's, that's painful, let alone something like, like if if I'm imagining, and this has happened to my my children, like, and and me, but you know, children at school and their friends, like, "Eh, I don't care. And they minimize something that's really special to them. Like the Mm -hmm. pain of that, or, or if you try to tell someone something that's harming you or, or as an adult and the person just kind of just dismisses this, doesn't even listen. The idea that, that God uh, doesn't do that. And he doesn't just not, he doesn't just not dismiss what we care about. He doesn't dismiss us. He doesn't uh, kind of look at us like we're a bother or a nuisance. That's how many people feel when they go to God. Hmm. Like, well, he'll probably be like all the other people. He's, he's busy. And he's going to think I'm a bother and I'm a nuisance and whatever. And he doesn't care about this. Well, if it, if it causes you concern and anxiety, he does. He cares about what it could be. It could be sin. It could be, what about this job? What about this test? What about this grade? What about this friend? What about this health thing? There's, there's a whole mountain of things that as a good father, as a good parent, he says, no, if it burdens you, it burdens me. Zachariah, there's a promise in Zachariah. It says, whoever touches you touches the apple of my eye. Which is the, the pupil. The pupil. And what's happening in that, who, and the language for touch is actually harmfully touched. So it's not whoever touches you. It's, so it's language of plunder. Whoever plunders you, whoever, mm-hmm. whoever, whoever harms you or whatever situation harms you 
it's like they're sticking their finger in my eye, which is the most vulnerable part of a body. Now we know God doesn't have a body, but he's using a picture to teach this. Um, and so he's saying, if someone hurts you, it's like they're sticking their finger in my eye. I mean, imagine the idea of how painful that is. Like just the idea of it makes my eyes water. Yeah. And the instinctive but, reaction to protect. Yeah. And that's, that's beautiful. Isn't that, I mean, the instinctive reaction of God's disposition is you're my adopted child in Christ. I will protect you. Hmm. And if they harm you, they're not just harming you. It's like, they're trying to harm me. Hmm. I'm going to protect me and I'm going to protect you, especially that's, that's what's kind of in the heart of this verse. That's so encouraging. So would you just close our time by praying this verse? I think all of us go through moments of anxiety, seasons of anxiety, some longer and shorter. So can you just pray this verse for all of us today? Uh, happily. Holy and gracious Father, we thank you that you are mighty and you have a mighty hand and you are eager and fast to save. And thank you because of that, we can humble ourselves and not have to strive in our own power. And we thank you that you invite us to come before you and bring every and all concern, anxiety, and care and give them to you. And that you are happy to come alongside us in that and to carry that burden, to comfort us and to give us your peace. The kind of peace that we learn also in the Bible passes all understanding. So please give us that peace that passes understanding in the middle of our anxieties because of the work of your son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.